Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. Hey, welcome to Build Your Tribe. Thanks so much for joining me today. Cool topic, LinkedIn. Now hold up. Before you like roll your eyes and you're like, LinkedIn? Who's using LinkedIn? Is that like even a thing? Yes, dude, it really is. Now it's not for all businesses. It's not for those of you who are maybe just trying to make some extra income online. But if you've got a business, if you're marketing something, if you're network marketing, if you're looking for other successful people, if you're looking for people who are looking for ways to make money, like LinkedIn is a legit, like it's a game changer because it's one of those places where you can be an early adopter. So many cool developments on LinkedIn. And think about it, in most social media platforms, people, they're not there thinking about money or their job or their career. They're just there, right? LinkedIn is a very specific audience. So I'm about to share with you one of my favorite experts. This is Bob Heilig. Bob is a graduate of the Marketing Impact Academy, and he's gone on to do his own thing. He's so phenomenal. As a matter of fact, he is an invited guest to speak at our live events. And that's because I went to his live event last year in Florida and I heard him speak on LinkedIn and I was like, mind, mind blown. I took a bajillion notes and I'm like, we have to have him talk to our audience. So without further ado, enjoy this little snippet from Marketing Impact Academy 2019. Here is Bob Heilig. So let's talk about dominating LinkedIn. All right. Was it helpful to hear that story? Okay. All right, cool, awesome. Because I'm like, like, I love LinkedIn, but I'm like, I just don't want to talk about LinkedIn for like an hour and a half. Okay. So I believe that the same opportunity exists right now on LinkedIn as did for me on Periscope back three years ago. Remember what I said, 0.2% of people have ever published a piece of content. Now here's the thing. It is only because of some recent changes, and here's the biggest one, LinkedIn video. This is what has made the opportunity to be what it is, and specifically, LinkedIn native video. So you now have the ability, last year, LinkedIn, you can literally on the LinkedIn app, film a video of yourself and press upload directly into LinkedIn, just like you do on Facebook. This is a monumentally big development for the platform because prior to that, the only way you could use video was you had to link out externally from YouTube or something like that. And it just didn't, the platform wasn't, people weren't consuming the content the same way. LinkedIn also made a really big change to the platform itself. They incorporated a Facebook-like algorithm So that if you are a content creator, it really dramatically helps you with getting better visibility and reach. So it is much more Facebook-like now than it was a couple of years ago, which is really good. Now here's the thing about native video. Of all the social platforms, LinkedIn is arguably getting the best reach right now with organic reach for video content. 
You know, how many of us can agree it's a challenge on Facebook, right? Views are dramatically down. God forbid we even start talking about Facebook business pages and what's happened there. But you can get real visibility and organic reach if you are growing your network the right way, which I'm going to help you with today. And the other thing is this. It's got to be the right kind of content, though. See, here's LinkedIn is a little bit of a different animal than like a Facebook or even Instagram. You want to make sure that you're really stepping up the quality of your content. You want to make sure that you're not uploading any like Blair Witch Project kind of videos to LinkedIn, right? You got to have good picture. It doesn't have to be like shot with a professional video crew, but you want to make sure you're clear and concise with your message. Shorter videos play better. Two to five minutes is probably like the sweet spot in terms of ideal length. So what that does is it forces you to be more pointed with your messaging, or you can just take existing videos that you have. I mean, some of you have so much content that you've created, edit them down into shorter bite-sized pieces and start using them on the platform. Because remember, I love what Shaleen said, it's better to just get it out there and do it wrong first. You learn faster. Accelerate the process. Let go of the perfectionism-itis disease that a lot of you have. Like, I got to get my new camera that Sony just came out with, right? Like, I got to get the best thing because I want to look. No, just use your phone. But just make sure it's a steady shot. Got a mic, right? You're not like, like I had with the backlit video. You can't even see my face. Make it good, presentable in that sense. But the content needs to be more driven towards teaching and training and educating. If you always focus on teaching and adding value, I don't care what platform you're in, you're going to stand out. And if you do that consistently, you will win. But native video, this is it. And it works just like Facebook. Posting, putting it up there, leaving your copy, exactly the same experience. Here's how you do it. Very simple. Inside of the LinkedIn dashboard, you just start a post right at the very top, just like on Facebook. You upload your video, you can do it right from your phone, or if you're on a desktop, you upload it from your desktop. What do you want to talk about? You write your copy. Now, that's worth talking about for a second, because here's a huge missed opportunity. Look, it's almost like I'm training, but I know all of you know this already, but I still feel like I need to say it just for the sake of like saying it. The copy of your video is a huge missed opportunity for a lot of people. It should not be an afterthought, right? It should be really creating curiosity for the person that's scrolling that might, you you say something that catches their attention enough to want to actually watch that thing. But it works exactly the same. Here's what else is cool. You can do hashtags on LinkedIn. So you can get your content discovered through hashtags. Now, they'll recommend hashtags for you based off of what you write and the topic of your video, the title, but you can also search for other ones to get discovered. Now, I want you to think about it. With less than 0.2% of people creating content, 500 million users, do you think there might be a decent shot if you get really targeted in a specific niche that you can own with consistent content? It's a huge opportunity right there. Here's something that I love that they provide that's different. So you can actually see analytics of who watches your video. Now, it's not like the way we wish it was where you can actually see the people. Maybe at some point it might be that way. 
But look at this. So I just clicked on, I just uploaded a video the other day just to get this real quick. And it tells me the, the names of the companies that people are watching my videos from. It tells me their role or their job title. It tells me where they're from. You do not. I do not have a premium account. I have a basic account. I purposely did that because I wanted to make sure everything I showed you was basic functionality. So you, everything I'm going to show you here, you can do without paying for a LinkedIn account. Now, on that note, if you really want to get serious with the platform, it's worth the investment to get one of the lower level premium accounts because there's a lot of functionality that I'll talk about later for searching and targeting people that you get that's added with that, but you can start for free. Here's the other option. This is really cool. So you can also write an article on LinkedIn. So an article is basically like a blog post. So what we do is every one of my blog posts gets taken and gets published as an article on LinkedIn. You can embed a video. You can have your call to action, driving somebody to your lead magnet, to an offer that you have. It allows you to, we literally just copy and paste the same, trans, you know, same copy from the blog post. And here's a great idea. What if you selected, some of you have content for days, what if you selected two to three of your most foundational, best pieces of content that really capture your unique message and selling proposition and what you represent, publish those on your profile, and they become your calling card? Because here's the other thing I love about LinkedIn. It's a lot easier to find out about people. You don't have to be as strong in terms of like putting yourself out there and linking every single post. Because people will go to your profile and check you out. So you can really do more of kind of the awareness play of just putting content out to get awareness. People are going to naturally go to your profile. And I'm going to show you how to set that up the right way as well. But this is an example of what one looks like. Just like a blog post in terms of the way that it's laid out. Call to action at the bottom, right? You can actually, you know, you see all the people that have viewed it and liked it. That's probably a pretty good opportunity for prospecting. Could that drive your prospecting efforts, connecting? Hey, I saw that you read my article and leave the comment. I really appreciated that. Wanted to connect with you. But this right here is huge. So let's talk a little bit about your profile. Because I think here's an area where a lot of people go wrong. Now, the world that I live in, and I know this is the world that a lot of you are in, which is network marketing. Network marketers, just to be honest, are notoriously bad about this kind of stuff where we have a tendency, and I was guilty of this for a long time, we want to like oversell our stuff. Like it's like our profile just becomes a long extended sales pitch for what we have and what we can offer. That's not the way that you want to approach positioning yourself. You want to approach positioning yourself from the perspective of what can I do to help you that's above and beyond just selling you what I have. You want to use your profile as a way to truly demonstrate who you are. See, I want somebody to come to my profile and I want some people to read it and be like, this dude's crazy. And I want some people to say, I love this guy. See, because what I understand is that if you do this right, something is at play that I call the magnet effect. You can't attract the people you want without repelling the ones you don't. So I always set up my profiles in a way where I'm very bold in what I believe, but I'm communicating it to it for what's in it for you because I want to stand out and I want my lifer to read it and be like, this is the person that I want to get to know more of. 
So I'm going to share with you my profile, and I'm going to kind of break down for you here what I did. Got a good images are important on LinkedIn, right? They're important on any profile. I'm not going to spend a lot of time because you know that. You need good pictures of yourself. In my headline, I'm communicating the value and the benefit that I offer to my ideal client. I help network marketers become better leaders, because that's what we do, and build profitable, purpose-driven businesses, because we teach building business through the lens of purpose. But I want somebody to read it and say, oh, I want to be a better leader, and I want to know more about purpose, and I want to be profitable, right? But it's value-driven. It's not, you know, I'm a you know, million-dollar earner or double black diamond or this or that or, you know, sales ninja. It's none of that. It's what can I do for you? Always positioning yourself what's in it for them. Here's the part where most people go wrong, their summary section. Your summary section is an opportunity for you to talk to your ideal customer. And I'm going to just, I want to share with you a little snippet of mine in particular, because, you know, this, by the way, also may not be the way most people teach LinkedIn, but it's the way that I teach it because it's, it's what I know has worked for me. So I'm sharing it with you. But in my summary section, I want to really let you know what I'm about. And I'm trying to speak directly to my ideal customer. Do you believe that there is a bigger purpose behind the work that you do in your network marketing business? More so than just making a lot of money and hitting that next rank. I want to catch people right away that say, yes, I feel that way. You know, your definition of success is different than most. You'd rather be remembered for the person that you were than the things that you accomplished. You're fueled by faith in the work that you do, but you struggle at times with the strategies you're being taught because they aren't in alignment with your personal values or beliefs. Now, I know that this next part is probably where I lose people, but I'm okay with that because this next part is where I lock in the ones that I want. I believe that your network marketing business is an assignment from God. And that assignment is to help you grow as a person by facing your fears and in the process discover the true purpose for your life and I believe that the God-given purpose of our lives is for us to love, serve, and grow. And what better vehicle to allow us to do that than network marketing? Now, some people might hear me say that and say, dude, you've got God in your LinkedIn profile? Yeah, it's my profile. You don't like it, go somewhere else. And listen... I'm accepting of anyone's beliefs. I've got tons of people that are in my community. They're like, yeah, man, like I, that's not like my thing, but I just love what you do. And I accept everyone, but I know who I'm for. And here's what I've learned, and it took me a very long time to learn this. Far too many times in our life, we trade our authenticity for the approval of others. We try to become a version of ourselves that we think we need to be for people to accept us. And I'm just telling you, you ain't going to be everybody's cup of tea. I'd rather be somebody's kombucha. It's like, if you don't get it, you hate it. But if you get it, you love it. That's literally the first time I used that analogy. And I had no idea I was going to say that. And I don't even drink kombucha. <laughs> so weird, but I'm going to use that again, but that was good, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Contrary to what you think, this just kind of happens on the fly sometimes. But here's my thing. I'm going to own who I am. You need to be authentic. Be bold in your beliefs and what you stand for. This is the way that you stand out. Because all, look, social media is just a bunch of people trying to be someone they're not, and they're getting lost in the sea of everyone else. Be yourself. Own it. Do not water yourself down. You're going to repel some, but you're going to attract the ones that you want. So here's my advice, and I mentioned this to you already. This is what you need to do. Get your LinkedIn profile, set up your headline, set up your summary section, talk to your ideal lifer, your prospect, you know what you want to say to them, and publish two to three really good pieces of content. They don't even have to be articles. Just get two or three of the videos that you've done that you're most proud of and put them on your profile. Why is that important? Because what I'm going to teach you how to do is how to go out in a targeted way and find the exact people you want, sending them connection requests, bringing them into your world, and what do you think the first thing they're going to do is? They're going to look at your profile. And I want them to go to my profile, and more than just some pictures and some words, I really want them to get a sense of who I am. And I can do that through my targeted content play. But here, this is why I'm really fired up right now. LinkedIn live video. Just announced. It is on, it's here already for some people. Beta testing, it's on the way. So when I say the opportunity, to me, it's like it's better than Periscope. Because on Periscope, I had no idea. I had no analytics. I didn't know who was watching my stuff. There was like, I mean, how many people were on Periscope? Like, it was like trolls for days, right? I mean, that's why I got off of it, right? But like LinkedIn is like a professional platform. So you would think that you should get less trolls. You'll still get trolls, but it's a more controlled environment because at least if they're a troll, you know where they live. (laughs) At least what city they live in, right? But this is so huge. So here's what I want to do. I want to give you some content strategy, okay? I want to go through live video content strategy because here's my thing. Like, it's there. You get it. Like, what I just went over, it's not any more difficult than just setting up a profile. You've set up profiles before. But it really comes down to how are you executing on the platform. So I want to share a couple of pieces of advice of how I executed my lives to help you, and then I'm going to show you a way to go out and find the exact people that you're looking for. So here's the content strategy. I told you already that LinkedIn is set up just like Facebook. It really does have a very similar feel now, but LinkedIn is not Facebook in a lot of ways. The content needs to be more driven towards value and teaching, in my opinion. It's not to say that you can't and shouldn't do it in the way that you are. Because what makes you you is what's going to make you special and stand out. But I always want to focus on you teaching and helping in the specific area of your authority. Like, I don't, I'm just going to guess that your top 10 Bravo show video on LinkedIn is not going to play as well as that does on Facebook. Or like what you ate for breakfast. Those types of things are better suited for different platforms. LinkedIn, you got to be really focused on teaching. Here's the tip, serve. The higher your intention is to serve, the better content you'll create, the more connected you'll stay to your audience. See, I love 
what Martin Luther King said. Anybody can be great because anybody can serve. All you need is a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. That's how I was from day one. Just showing up trying to serve, trying to help. And here's the best part. You don't have to be super successful to serve. You don't have to already have made a million dollars or have all these accolades to share something that can help someone else. Here's the secret. It might not even have made a difference for you. You could take something you learned today. You haven't even put it into place. You don't even know if it's going to work for you, but you share it and somebody hears it and they take it and it works for them. Guess what they don't care? If it's worked for you. This is where we get stuck. We think, well, I need to be credible. You're credible by the value that you offer other people. You are credible by the trust that you build up with them, by showing up for them consistently over time. But my secret weapon, and what I would tell you, you want to really stand out? Here's the secret weapon. Love. I have made from day one love the foundation of my business. Most people lead from fear. I lead from love. Now, I'm not talking about the emotion of love. I am talking about the action, the verb, the behavior of love. It is showing up for the betterment of other people. It is getting outside of yourself. Because here's what I know about love, and this is what drove me. Love just gives. It never stops. Love doesn't weigh the risks and the rewards or the financial implications of doing something. Love doesn't worry about if that message is going to be received by everyone. Love has a responsibility to give and to serve. And I shared with you earlier what I believe to be the purpose of my life, how I operate my business. I believe the purpose of my life is to love, to serve, and to grow. And I put that in that order for a reason. See, some of you embody those, but you got them in the wrong order. You love and you grow, but you never serve. See, here's the secret. Start from a place of love, of knowing that you are enough, that the measure of your self-worth is not how many likes you have on social media. That you have everything you need inside of you already. You are enough. Here's the problem. You're not good enough yet. See, a lot of people won't tell you that. Well, I don't have what I want. No, it's because you're not good enough. And the reason why you're not good enough is you haven't failed enough. You haven't put yourself out there. You haven't served. Look, my first video, I sucked. Nobody was going to pay me day one, but they paid me because I did a video every day, failing over and over, getting better, learning. See, you learn nothing through success. You only learn through failure. And what I will tell you is holding on to certainty is the number one killer of growth. It is impossible for you to get better and look good at the same time. So embrace the suck. <laughs> what happens is this. You start showing up for people, embodying what I'm teaching, and you stand out. There's this old adage. Somebody knows you, they like you, they trust you, they buy from you. I would say that's not good enough anymore today. See, if you can practice certain things that I'm teaching, you can build something even stronger that I call no 
love, and trust. And this is where you need to be like that person's kombucha. Like they know there's a lot of other people out there, but you're their person because they see themselves in you because you've been vulnerable enough to put yourself out there. I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody come up to me at an event of mine and, you know, more than a handful of times I've had somebody say my baby's first word was Bob, (laughs) which is really weird. She's like, my husband one time came home and our baby was saying Bob and he was like, honey, do we need to have a conversation? (laughs) But it's like you're in their living room with them. This is why live video is so amazing. Look, I get it. Live video is really scary because it humanizes you. But it's also what makes it so powerful because you want to know what? You want to build trust with people and people will never trust you unless they see your flaws. See, credibility is not perfection. It is a willingness to admit imperfection. So that's why be real, focus on serving. But stay in your own lane. How many of you fall victim of comparitis? Be honest, we all do. Look, we live in a, social media today is the best thing and it's the worst thing that's ever happened to our world in entrepreneurship. It's the best thing if you approach it from the right mindset, if it's not ego-driven and you use it as a way to really add value and serve, but it can easily go down the wrong path. Social media is like lighter fluid on the flame of the ego. And it's really easy to fall into the trap of I'm not doing it as good as them, or why didn't I come up with that idea? I suck. They're so much better. Look at all the views that they get, right? It's really easy to fall into that. Here's my advice to you. Stay in your own lane. And this might mean different things to different people here, but I'm going to share with you what I did. I was really, really falling into the negative space of comparitis. You know, there are other people in my world, in in the niche that I serve, that are like generic trainers. And what I found myself doing was spending a lot of time watching what they were doing. And here's what I noticed. That became the death of my authenticity. Because whether you realize it or not, what happens is you unconsciously start doing and saying things that are similar to them. That's the death of authenticity. And it wasn't until I listened to a podcast called Making Oprah where they interviewed Oprah, three-part podcast. If you've never heard it, listen to it. It's really good. And Oprah said in the second episode, it, it stuck, I mean, it like shook me to my core. The reporter who was interviewing her said, Oprah, how did you deal with all the competition? Like there was like daytime TV, like crazy. Everything was popping up. And there were even periods of time where Oprah slipped out of number one, which I'm sure was really hard for her. It, was, it would only have been natural for her to say, well, what's Geraldo doing that I ain't doing? Let me go watch him. And the reporter said, how'd you handle that? And she said, we had a motto in our office called stay in your own lane. And she said, I can't speak for my whole staff, but I can tell you in my life, I've never watched a single episode of my competitors. And I remember hearing that and being like, holy crap. Like, who is the definition of authenticity? Oprah. And I'm like, man, there's a lesson, there's wisdom there. So I immediately, me personally, I went and I unfollowed every generic trainer in my space. 
I'm still friends with him. It's no animosity. But I got to the point where I became so just protective of my mindset. And I wanted to open up a creative space for me to explore and discover what I wanted my message to be. And it was in my decision to do that that my current message was born that I can tell you would have never have came about if I would have stayed on that path. So I don't know what that means for you, but I just want you to be careful about paying too much attention to what other people are doing because it's going to hurt you. Generosity. In our community, we practice something called random acts of love and generosity. We believe that the more that you give, the more that you get. Think about how can you be generous? You can be generous with your time through consistency. You can be generous with yourself by putting yourself out in a vulnerable way. But I say the number one way you can be generous is with your knowledge. And the strategy that I would teach you to implore with your content is what I called learning out loud. Here's the way it works. Anything you learn that you find inspiring, valuable, helpful, share it with someone else. See, here's the problem that most of you have as entrepreneurs. You're professional learners and you grow, but you're selfish with that information. You never share it. You never go the additional step of sharing it, of learning out loud. So that means any notes that you've taken here this weekend, they need to become pieces of content. You need to get over the imposter syndrome of, yeah, but I haven't done it yet. I'm not enough. Stop being so selfish. And that, look, that might come across harsh. Well, I'm not being selfish, Bob. I'm just not ready. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm scared. No, you're selfish. You're worried about what are they going to think of me? What if I don't do it right? What if I don't look good? When what you don't understand is there is somebody sitting out there right now in the world that is hurting, that is suffering, that needs to hear what you have to say in only the way that you can say it. And what I have learned is this. We all have a responsibility to go out and do this. Because there are way more people in the world hurting than helping today. And if we can embody this as a way of being, of not making it about ourselves, it's incredible how this can start to show up in your life. Here's a good analogy. Think of yourself as a DJ. You don't have to be a songwriter, be a DJ. You don't have to come up with these incredible, amazing thoughts and works of art. Look, I got news for you. Pretty much everything that's ever been said or that needs to be said, it's already been said. But here's the good news. Nobody was listening. So say it again. I promise you, even if they've already heard it, they'll be like, yeah, that was really good. I've never had somebody get mad because I repeated myself. But think of yourself as a DJ. Just play other people's stuff. Make sure you give them credit, but add your perspective. Tell a story. You want to get comfortable on camera? Tell stories. You don't have to think about telling a story. Even better, tell embarrassing stories. Even better, better, cry. (laughs) But tell stories. Because you're never more just yourself. Come up with a topic, talk about a time you sucked, and say, hey, here's what I learned. Here's another piece of advice. Honor your following no matter the size. Look, whatever you focus on, you will attract more of into your life. You want to grow your following? Honor the ones that are there. One thing that I've learned that's changed my life, you want to change your life in a moment? Trade your expectations for appreciation. 
I promise you, any area of your life that you are experiencing pain and suffering, it's because you had an expectation of how something should have went, how someone should have acted, and it didn't meet your expectations. Trade your expectations with appreciation. Be grateful. If one person watches your video, be grateful that that one person took the time. If a troll leaves a comment, be grateful that they even wanted to watch your video to leave that comment. Because I got news for you. You ain't got trolls. You're just not working hard enough yet. You really aren't. And here's the thing that this leads us to. Gratitude is the gateway drug to joy. See, what some of you are missing is joy. Joy is falling in love with the process. See, a lot of you are like, I'll be happy when I make that first sale. I'll be happy when I do that big webinar like Bob talked about. I'll be happy when I get that big coaching client. Here's the problem with that. What if you don't? I got news for you. However long you think it's going to take, times that by two or three, at least. And if you're only driven by happiness, and that happiness is dependent on a result and something outside of you, this is going to be a really difficult journey for you. But if you fall in love with the process, if you start practicing appreciation and gratitude, you say, I am grateful that five people wanted to watch my video. It is impossible to be grateful and not experience joy. Joy is available at any moment. It comes from inside of you. Now, here's why we struggle with joy. It is the most vulnerable emotion of all emotions. We feel joy and we get scared because we're like, we're waiting for what? The other shoe to drop. Because we're conditioned to hold on to certainty and fear. So you need to learn how to condition yourself to allow yourself to love the process, to fall in love with everything that you do. That is the greatest reward. But here's what I would say to be your biggest problem. Some of you are spending way too much time on marketing. And this is where LinkedIn really comes in as a tool for you. See, the way that this works is this. There's two parts. Why I love LinkedIn is because it allows me to go out and target and look for my ideal prospects through advanced search, bring them into my world, which I akin to planting seeds. Now, I'm not trying to go for the kill right away when I connect with them. I'm just like, hey, Sarah, I saw your profile. I saw we have some common interests. You know, I don't know if this can help you, but I've got some information, a couple videos. Here it is. It's great to connect with you. You know, whatever. There's no sale there. It's just a genuine leading with value. Hey, here's a video. I saw you like this. Let me know. You know, it's just connecting, planting seeds. And then the content is watering the seeds. But here's the problem some of you have. All you're doing is just watering. You're just doing... Facebook lives and content, you're not doing the hard work. See, if you can do them together, the videos are only lead generation. But what if you could flip the script? What if you could go find them, bring them into your world, and then start watering a field of the exact seeds that you actually want? This is where LinkedIn stands out. So what I'm telling you is what matters the most is what you do after the video. Look, if you are practicing the post and pray method of building your business, where it's like, come on, they're going to come to me someday. 
I, I, I know they're going to come. That's, that's not the way this works. It's the hustle. It's the combination of those two things. And here's where LinkedIn really stands out. It has advanced search capabilities. You can target people based off of any of these things right here. I could go onto LinkedIn. I could search for people by name, which is an obvious thing. I could search for them by names of companies. So like if you have, let's say that some of your clients are, you know, you know that you're in the health and wellness business and you know a lot of your clients are in the network marketing space and you know you have a couple of clients that are in a particular company that would be great for you, you can search for people that have that name of that company in their profile. And you could do it by geography. You could literally say, I want to find some local coaching clients in Los Angeles. Let me search Los Angeles, 50 square radius with this name of this company. Or you could do that anywhere in the world. And you will get a list of profiles of people that fit that. You could search by job title. You could search by background, profession, interests, affiliations, if there's certain, think about it. If you know that your ideal client is involved in different types of organizations or stuff, you can search for that with any other layer. You can layer on these all things and you can just keep targeting more and more and more. Imagine if you could do this stuff on Facebook. On Facebook, you just know that like we're connected. LinkedIn, it goes so much further. And LinkedIn actually categorizes people by, they, they call them connections, first level connections, second, third. You can, through content and through doing this, it creates a snowball effect of you growing your network. And what I've done is I've developed a strategy that I call my endless prospect strategy, where I teach people how to use these advanced search functionality, go out and very quickly, like a snowball starts to build up, rolling down a hill, find targeted leads for your business. The way that it works is this. We start where we do on most platforms. We start an account. You can import contacts from email or other places. So it's easy for you to start building your network and LinkedIn will even start recommending people and you'll, so like getting your first 500 contacts, you can do very quickly, almost overnight on LinkedIn if you just spend some time. But what I teach people to do, and this is the key, because there is a right and a wrong way to grow your network on LinkedIn. And there is, uh, LinkedIn jail does exist just like Facebook jail. So you have to kind of mitigate how quickly and how you do this. But here's the way it works. If I'm connected with Shalene, let's say, she's a first level connection of mine. So we're just directly connected. But what I can do is when I'm using these advanced search capabilities and I want to say ABC company and in the Los Angeles area, what I can do is I can actually specify only show me second level connections. Now, why would that be important? Well, I don't want to see people I'm already connected to. I know them. But I want to see who do they know. Because the magic of this is if I send a connection request to you on LinkedIn, and if you see that we have common connections, the likelihood that you open the door to accept that is so much higher. And what happens is, is if you start targeting specific niches or companies or areas, you will build up second level connections very quickly. So how could you use this? Think about how you could start, and there's no pressure here because you're not going directly for the sale. How could you start leading with value, 
going out, growing your network, you can have up to 30,000 requests of connections on LinkedIn. And even if you max out 30, you can email them and they'll let you have more. So how could you think about building up thousands and thousands of targeted leads, starting to create content, which less than 0.2% of people are even doing on the platform? What could that mean for your business? Using all of that there. And it really is just as simple as you type in the company name that you want to search. It's going to give you all these additional layers of search functionality that you can start drilling down on or changing. Now, the reason why I say second level connections is because here's what you don't want to do. Third level connections are like people where you don't have anyone in common. So like if you get a connection request from a third level, you're going to be like, why is this person connecting with me? We have nothing in common. They'll be less likely to accept. And if that happens too much, they can say, I don't know that person. And if that happens too much, that's how you get put in LinkedIn jail, which by the way, you can get out of, okay? But the point is, is if you do this in more of a structured, controlled way over time, a little bit every day, it can compound and have huge results for you. And think about it. What if you could have thousands of qualified, targeted leads for your business that you could then execute your content, drive them to your lead magnets, to your offers? Imagine what that could do for your business. So let me ask this. Have you gotten any value today? Awesome. And I've actually got a course that I created. It's called the LinkedIn Prospecting Blueprint. But this course is specifically geared to teach you how to actively go out, prospect, and connect. So what I think about is if you could take the marketing information you have here and have a blueprint for you to actively go out and connect and prospect and bring people into your world, what could the combination of those two things do? So that's my son, Grayson. That's, those are actually old pictures. I meant to refresh them, but he's 17 months old now. And here's what I'm becoming very aware of is he is watching and listening dad to daddy. And the thing that drives me today is this, is that, and this is the first generation that anybody, any of us can ever say this. See, some of you look at social media as like a burden. Oh God, I got to do videos. Now I got to, I got to do LinkedIn. I do Facebook already, and I, I got it, right? I got to do. Look, I want you to start looking at this stuff as stuff, and not stuff that you have to do, it's stuff that you get to do. You have an opportunity to take the knowledge and the wisdom and the, and the lessons of your life and share them with future generations of your family long after you're gone. And you want to know the thing that motivates me? The thought that someday my son will be watching this video right now. And his children, who God willing I'll meet, but maybe I won't. And they'll get to know their grandfather through his videos and his podcasts. And I'll be able to teach lessons of life that hopefully they'll take. I have an opportunity to teach my son how to be a better human being. Principles of life that I know can set him up. And there's a tremendous opportunity for all of us to do that. Some of you are looking at it in the wrong way. And I think if we can always have this kind of stuff in mind, this is the thing that really makes the difference. BobHeilig.com forward slash MIA is the link to the offer. Look, before I go, I just really genuinely want to give a heartfelt thanks to Shaleen and Brett. Can we give them a round of applause, please? 
I want to thank Shalene for being someone that is bold in her beliefs and not afraid to stand for what she knows is right and being a person of integrity in a world that needs that. Not a lot of our leaders embody that. And I've looked at her from afar as a mentor in that area, and I just feel honored to be able to be a part of her stage. And I know I don't know all of you, but here's what I know about you because you're here. You're part of that too. And I think we need to leave here this weekend and really take this tremendous responsibility that we have to be more of who we are in the world, be a light for other people, and understand that the only way you're going to discover your light is having the vulnerability to go to your darkest places. Because it is in the vulnerable moments that you are facing the darkness that you finally discover the light that's always been inside of you. So thank you so much for being here.